0: Hello, hello. It's a it's a true neutral um, thing. Di, discusses
1: discuss discusses
0: um We're gonna have a discussion. It's not really an, an ask or a or a retrospective. It's just something I want to talk about.
1: We're gonna have a few of these as as the days go on. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, I oh, I'm Keenan.
1: I'm I'm Derek. Do we do that? No. No? No, I don't think we did. Oh, okay.
0: Um <laughs> this, True Neutral Discussions discusses. Discussing discussions.
1: It's a workshop. It, it it's, a, it's, it's 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 a working title, okay? Discord? Do we have a Discord? No, no. We could. <coughs> we could also have a Reddit, but I don't think we do. I am um just not. I'm just not with no, you No, I leave enough. it to the fans to make Reddit for us. <laughs> make a fan Reddit and then, I don't know, put d- stuff there. I don't know how that works. Meme us, somehow. I I don't know how the internet works. I'm a lost child. Anyway. I never <laughs> learned how to make a meme, so that's okay.
0: I'm, I tried my hand at making memes. They were all Impact Fawn and mostly Fallout-based, but I tried.
1: I don't even know how at all. I assume there's probably an app of some sort or something, but there's, I don't there's know. There's lots
0: of apps, but also you can just use Photoshop, where you can throw text on any image.
1: On your phone? Yeah. It's it's Photoshop free? No. Then there's is my right issue. I think there's a
0: free version of Photoshop, but there's also various photo editors that you can just use fonts on. You can just do it with Snapchat. Quite frankly, there's lots of fonts on Snapchat. You can just make memes with Snapchat. It's not hard. I can't
1: even fathom.
0: You know how to use a word document?
1: Yeah, you
0: could. You can put image on, te- or you can put text on image in a at word. document. At one
1: point in my life, I knew how to use the mythical Excel <laughs> <laughs> uh, spreadsheets it, you ain't bent to my to whim. <laughs> no, I was actually fairly decent at Excel at one point. I don't know if I would be able to figure it out anymore. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember being able to use Excel to a decent extent.
0: That's fun. All right, I just realized we're this is not what we want to discuss. No,
1: no, 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 no. What are making, we talking about?
0: Making memes is not what we want to discuss. It might be part of why we're discussing this. So, um, what I want to talk about is how cinema is kind of dead okay, and, and um, how directors could save
1: it. Um... I mean, yeah, yeah, yes and no. There's always the cinema is dead argument. Like, like from what standpoint is it dead? From from the art standpoint of using cinema as as an art form?
0: No. Okay. So, um, like the, if you go to a film festival, there are lots of art films. Yeah. If you go to like streaming services, like I think Nebula has a lot of those. Mubi, I mm-hmm. think, is one. Um, but they host a lot of like powerful films, like. Mm-hmm strong directors doing using imagery in an awesome way to yeah. make you feel things and that's still that's still there mm-hmm. but getting that on the big screen or getting anything that isn't big big punch punch boom boom on the big screen is like i I don't know I haven't heard of a really good movie coming out of theaters that wasn't uh, like, superhero, Marvel, or something adjacent to that. Um,
1: like, what was a the big one,
0: action set piece movies. One that
1: came out not too long ago, a year or two ago, uh, Atomic City. I don't know. Uh, had Scarlett Johansson in it, had a lot of famous people in it, uh... It's one of the only ones I can think of off the top of my head that is a, a big, like, triple-A blockbuster-type film, besides, obviously, Barbie. Yeah, and but um, that's
0: that's still, like, a poppy, like, mainstream product that was a movie that people needed, and it's a, a popular message because it's, you know, good. Asteroid uh, City,
1: that's what it was called. Yeah,
0: I literally didn't even hear about that. Was
1: it in theaters? yeah i'm pretty sure it was a really big movie when it came out huh anyway the only other person who's
0: releasing big thoughtful movies on a huge budget is christopher nolan basically Mm -hmm. but i i and don't get me wrong i'm not the most plugged in guy ever like i don't i'm not watching all the movies and i'm not going to the theater very often i've got two kids um but I I do try to pay attention to like the the big trends and like at least what is coming out whether or not I can see it you
1: know. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure, it came out. It only Asteroid City only came out last June. Oh, okay. In, of this year. Okay. Um, it's a Wes Anderson film. Oh, yeah, see, Wes Anderson's another director. He's he's on this list. He's on this list of
0: directors that could do something.
1: Uh, it was made on a $25 million budget. Ooh, that's modest. Yeah. Um, IMDb, not super good. 75% on the Rotten Tomatoes score there. 6.6 on the IMDb. World-changing events spectacularly disrupt the itinerary of a junior stargazer
0: space cadet convention in an American desert town circa 1955.
1: It was released in Germany? Apparently, it's only got, like, two or three set pieces. Like, it's only it only takes place in just, like, a couple of really small set pieces. Look, look at the people also ask. What the heck was Asteroid City
0: about? <laughs> well, that sounds like a really interesting movie, and I'd love to see it. But, um, no, so the, the overall feeling of cinema is dead, and... It it did lift a little bit with Barbenheimer. That was kind of like, hey, cinema might not be so dead. That was, cause that was a huge boost for theaters and for, like, a, a crazy
1: long biopic about a guy who did bombs. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after that, they followed up with, well, you get Expendables 4 and... Uh, Blue Beetle. Well, and then what's the one fucking... Shit, now it's going to make me mad. It's, uh... Y'all going to make me lose my it's, mind. It's uh, the third one in a series. Scott. Up in here. I, I have no idea what
0: you're talking about. I'm really sorry. I should yeah. know. It sounds familiar. It sounds like something I should just know.
1: It, like, just came out, too. Uh, can't even remember the guy that's in it. Damn it, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I agree to an extent because yeah, you I think though what really is going to happen realistically is is like you said there there are some directors out there that are still going to be able to to do different things and maybe be able to save. What I'm going to call from here on is the mainstream cinema, the triple-A cinema. Yeah. Uh, You know, the the, the top dogs or whatever, right? Right. Um, I think a lot of that is going to die, and we're going to be left with, like, the Wes Anderson's. You're going to be left with, you know...
0: Okay, but, all right, so... Wait, wait, wait. Let me me tell you some reasons that I think cinema has died. And some of this is input from uh, just... A couple of video essays I have watched as of late, but um, mostly it's just a pervading feeling, and these kind of just were confirming my thoughts. You know, thought bubble. You know, my own little bubble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I I could... We all could be totally wrong on this, but they all echo my thoughts, which was nice. But um, there aren't really new movie stars.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, just like the way, the way we still talk about Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. the way we still talk about like um, George Clooney, even. Or, and he wasn't even that. They're popular just more few anymore. and far
1: between because yeah. Tom Holland became quote unquote movie star. Yeah, uh, but like outside of Spider Man,
0: people aren't really. Like that into it, because the, the movie he released after that was Uncharted.
1: Uncharted. Yeah, did not do well. Yeah. Don't make video game movies. Maybe don't, don't make video game movies that aren't like... One for one. Yeah, or... That's um, what people want. They want a one
0: for one. Literally, yes. We just want the story. Just give me a Knights of the Old
1: Republic adaptation already. Just give it to me. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have been so mad about the goddamn Resident Evil movies if you would have just gave me a one for one. I would have been fine. <laughs>
0: That that was you a bowl though. That's that's a whole different pile of worms. Can of worms? Can.
1: I mean, worms can pile. <laughs> I just imagined a rat king of worms. Yeah, yeah kind of. That can happen, can it? I, I don't know. They're Do kind they of ca- slimy. Do they're... they call it a worm king? No, I don't. Actually, now that I say it though, I don't think they can because they're segmented and they have that sliminess to them. So they probably just slide off of each other. Oh, but tell me, they're worm king on it. <laughs> also, you can't tie a worm in a knot because it's segmented and it'll just, like, fall. It, like, it'll like it just break itself apart and right. become two worms or whatever. Right.
0: Uh, but, okay, so
1: a lack of movie stars. And uh, point number two, there aren't good comedies anymore. Yeah, Adam Sandler's getting getting up there and he can only do so much. Well, and he
0: hasn't been doing, like, comedy comedies lately. He's been doing, like, Uncut Gems, which is... Kind of sad.
1: Well, um, then after that, didn't he just do a movie with uh, his daughters and his like his actual family? Is I, with him in I movie think he and, did, but that's my, like a more lighthearted family comedy, right? But like, I'm just saying, like, um, since
0: I think the last movie I remember heavily advertised in the theaters that was a comedy was Wild Hogs or maybe um I don't think I ever actually watched Wild Hogs. It's fine. <laughs>
1: it's
0: not. It's it's a pretty bad movie. That's the I one that's might. got like John Travolta in it, right? I don't remember. It was it was fine. It was just it was it was middle of the road like your parents will like this. Sounds like a bad movie. Yeah. Um don't do that. To <laughs> me. Uh oh or horrible bosses. Horrible Bosses, I remember, being advertised. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, it's got, it has got had a lot of big names in it. Jennifer Aniston, Charlie Day, yeah. fucking... Was Bradley Cooper in that movie?
0: Maybe, but uh, that, uh, the guy from Hostel Part 2.
1: I know Jason Bateman was in yeah, that, that movie.
0: Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I, I know him as the guy from Hostel Part Two, and nobody
1: ever knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, because we all just know him from Arrested <laughs> Development and Paul. I've, like never like people, I've never seen either of those things. Like normal fucking people, Keenan. I've never seen either of those things. Sorry,
0: <laughs> he's the guy. He's he's the he's the brother that follows through in Hostel Part Two. I don't know if they're brothers, but they're good business buddies or whatever. <laughs>
1: Um, but I, what I think is, I mean, I, I agree with you. There's,
0: yeah, but the, just, just,
1: the lack of comedies
0: is a huge, I think, um, drawback. I think it's hurting, I think it hurts everybody, but I also think that, um, the biggest call or reason for that is Marvel movies.
1: Yeah. Because they've
0: made everything funny or they've made everything a joke while... Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
1: they've comic booked it. Well, and yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because comic in, books themselves inherently have some of that odd humor to them. Right, right. But th-
0: there's also whole issues that don't. Mm-hmm. There's whole sets of graphic novels that have a very somber and serious tone and that's what makes the light-hearted moments stand out more is because mm-hmm. we have these hard, serious moments. And I think Marvel is lacking in that. Like Thor the Dark Thor was um fine. I don't think that was what it was called, but uh, the Dark World. It was called the Dark <laughs> World. But Thor the Dark Thor is much more fun to say. <laughs> yeah. and, and the whole movie was like visually dark. It's it's a nickname. I, I saw it from the Weekly Planet podcast. Okay. Right? They're they're good. They just celebrated ten years. Congrats to those guys. Mm-hmm. Um but uh they uh that that movie was dark and kind of slow, and people didn't like it very much, so they stopped doing that. But I think what they should have done is refined that and made it just, like, a, a better, more interesting story while keeping that same tone. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, Thor has some dumb moments because he's a, he's a himbo. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. That's, like, his character. But also... Like a lot of times, he's just mad or like fighting for something, and that 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 lackadaisical attitude doesn't come out as much.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: it's more, and a lot of his humor comes from him not understanding the context of Earth situations. Yeah, it's it's more of a Drax kind of humor.
1: Yeah. Uh because for me, Thor never got funnier than that very first movie where he just threw the glass on the ground. And was like, "Another!" <laughs> yeah, like that—that's yeah. still the best Thor bit. And it's like, <laughs> nothing early... will ever
0: be funnier than misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, but that bit happens like at the beginning of the first movie. Yeah, you know, and and that was where the humor of Thor peaked for me. Yeah, like like <laughs> the rest of it's like based on. Uh...
0: Thor and Chris Hemsworth's charm.
1: Yeah. And, like,
0: I can appreciate it. I really like, um, like, Thor Ragnarok. Highly revered among the Marvel movies. Very good. Uh, it's a fun film. But that, once again, really lightened the tone. Mm-hmm. And I think, despite it being so loved among the fan base, like, like I said, I like it. It's a fun movie. I think it was a misstep, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I think... That and um, it, was, it was too much fan service. No, no, it wasn't fan service. It was, it was just more um, overcorrecting the darkness and letting Taika Waititi have his way with it. And Taika Waititi, oh, I can never <laughs> say his name twice. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: is he's he's a great director and he's a really funny guy.
1: Like I really like his sense of humor and. I still really want to watch Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it still. I haven't seen that either. But he—he um, he's
0: one of those guys who could really could really like bring back a comedy in a real comedy sense. But he's always doing this action stuff, this heavy-duty action stuff. Mm-hmm. And just throwing comedy in. And I just feel like we need a little bit more separation so we can have a more diverse showing at the theater without feeling overwhelmed by any one
1: genre that's fair and i think that's what a director's guild should be doing (laughs) scorsese's making another gangster film good (laughs) Good. Great. Great. nobody else is yeah yeah fucking great i want i I I believe it's even going to be like an older like period piece gangster film like he like he usually does Uh, you know i would love to see scorsese's take on like the Tupac-Biggie thing? <laughs>
0: that would be really interesting. That would be. That would, would be. Like, give me movies like that. Give me a, a Scorsese-style gangster movie about Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Or inspired by those events, even, so you can make it super dramatic. Yeah. Suge Knight seems like a bastard. Just my opinion. <laughs> uh, super interesting. Super interesting story, that whole thing. Uh, but... Yeah. Well, the the fact is, we, yeah, we're not getting gangster movies from anybody else. Yeah, we're we're not getting period pieces really anymore. We're not getting any real genre pictures as much. Well, we we, we are, but what happens is they go to Netflix or they go to Apple Plus TV or they go to Hulu exclusively or like, and there's Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. These all of these people produce their own movies, their own shows, and. They put so much budget into these things that like only their audience is going to see, and only a small portion of that audience.
1: And I truly don't understand why they don't just produce these movies for theater. So, and I, I think that leads into what I was going to say just to 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 kind of wrap that back around. A, it was I I reach think, that back
0: around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm I think what's going to happen is we are going to have like a falling off marvels dying superhero movies are are on their their last gasp at this point i i would i want to debate that but i feel
0: like uh that's not entirely untrue but i don't think they're going to go away either. oh
1: no no they're going to keep making them but the people don't want them anymore
0: I I still I want to see him do good. Yeah, Loki, the, Loki the
1: royal people uh, everyone. I said people don't want them. Not Keenan doesn't want them. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I do
0: speak for a lot of nerds that just want to see them do good again. Like the first episode of Loki just came out. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very excited to see what's happening with that.
1: Um but I think eventually what we're going to have happen is a lot of a lot of all of that and a lot of your your action things that is overcrowding the market right now. All of that is eventually going to get. People are just <laughs> going to get bored. They're not going to watch it. So those. That won't be around. I actually think we're going to have a resurgence in, like, uh, the indie film. And I think we'll end up. Because we're going to go looking for where are my gangster views? movies? Where, where's my period piece cinema? Where's, where's my, my
0: eternal sunshine of the spotless mind? Yeah,
1: where are the comedies at? And so now we're going to go out and we're going to go look at these small indie festivals where people are showing off their movies and we're going to find directors there that we like and start bringing these indie directors and watching them and making them pop, more popular. Like, See,
0: I, I think that's part of how directors now can help save cinema. I think what should happen is it should say from the director of some of your favorite movies enlist him as an executive producer and have a new director. Mhm. Like have somebody new. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the directors guild should get together and just vote on a few people. Yeah, just like, go hit
1: up some some indie festivals. No,
0: no, no. I mean <laughs> like like for for new movie stars. Oh, for movie stars. Like, like, legitimately just pick a few people who you all agree have whatever that factor is and make, make, new, make new stars. Make mm-hmm. them. Form them. Make it happen. Like, legitimately, we need movie stars. We need faces that draw people to a movie no matter what that movie is. Yeah. Like Ryan Gosling does. Mm-hmm. I, well, I love that man. I love that man's acting. He's great. <laughs> I uh, can recognize the notebook as kind of a
1: pretty toxic weird love story, but I will watch it any day for Ryan Gosling. Literally never seen it and I don't care to. It's I I'm just I'm just not like I don't like that kind of movie in general.
0: Yeah, it's uh yeah. It's it's got that weird kind of like pressured into romance kind of love ah. feeling and uh, I don't know there's they've got a really toxic relationship and it's really held up there as one of the most romantic movies ever but quite honestly there, um, they could probably be happier with somebody else because, like they, Fifty Shades of Grey style and uh, no, like that was
1: n- not so I, I never watched that either
0: I, or I read just it, watched that so. because my partner really likes it um read the books and everything so I, I watched that and quite frankly uh Pretty, pretty smooth watch as far as, like, cinematography and stuff. Like, her dialogue is written really, um, uh, feels like a fanfic. Supposed- her dialogue. It is. It is a fanfic of Twilight. Yeah, but so like supposedly her dialogue that. feels like a fanfic. The rest of the dialogue is fine. Grey is too intense like he's supposed to be like mm-hmm. like like they fit their character characterizations and it's a it's it's a well shot movie it's fun to like it's it's good to look at but mm-hmm. um yeah it's not it's also not the best for a relationship thing but it's also pretty upfront like this is like a, a a contract thing this isn't like a relationship relationship and gives her various times to back out. Like it's it's not toxic because she's she's doing it. Like that's why it's a fanfic kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely written from the female's perspective of like how could you want this but I kind of want it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's 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 the whole movie. And oh. it it doesn't even end with a decision. Okay. Yeah, you're you're left on a cliffhanger.
1: Good. Good. Yeah,
0: because there's two sequels at least. Oh
1: my god! Yeah, woman well, we can't make up her mind for nothing. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there was mention of anal fisting, and then she got real upset about some light spanking, and I'm just like, "What do you think anal fisting is?" Yeah, <laughs> like she 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 had him take it out of the contract or whatever, but like also it was in there and it was. Not like the lightest thing
1: right like,
0: <laughs> uh, anyway yeah fifty shades of gray is fine what were, what were we talking about before that I got I got lost
1: uh, actors like Ryan Gosling, which is how we got to the notebook and right
0: we- right so yeah they just they need to agree on a few people and put them all over the place just like put them in. Uh, put them in a Marvel and a Star Wars put them in uh, the next big Netflix show, put them in the next big um, fucking Amazon Prime original feature, put them in like Chris Nolan's next movie put them in everything Mm -hmm. just put them everywhere, put those stars everywhere like, you know, to their role to the way they are going to make the best impression, but like Just plaster people with a few good stars and just show people what a movie star is again. Directors are one of the only people that have the power to do something like that. Mm -hmm. And it would be kind of going over casting directors' heads, but maybe they could, you know, get together with a casting directors' guild or whatever. I'm sure there's one of those. Yeah. Um, Or at least a union. Yeah. But they're, they're usually called guilds. They're just unions. Yeah. I'm just saying they might just call themselves a union.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: guilds cooler. Why wouldn't you go with guild? I don't know. Maybe Everybody the guilds are would... reserved
1: for you know the actors, the writers, and the directors. Maybe when you're just a casting director, you. know. You know. Is there a podcasters guild? Oh, that would be cool. There, there's not. Should we unionize? Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense for that to happen. No, it really doesn't. What would do we unionize against? A cast? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs>
0: They do, like, most of the work. I am, <laughs> I am great paying the little fee or whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, well, I mean, I think that's part of the indie film thing, too, is because when you go through and you're going to find these directors that you like, you're also going to find actors that you like within these these film festivals. These, right. And you're going to... These are people that are they're working from the ground up. There's nowhere really butt up to go for them.
0: Right. And, yeah, so you find you find new directors, you find new stars, you prop up those directors, maybe you even just, like, have them on as, like, a co-director or as a second unit director or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, just get them acquainted with big budgets and then executive produce their movies and get new people, like... New new names associated with directed by and starring, yeah. Get get new no, names we want to see. Mhm.
1: That's why I, I like. That was one of the few things that I think the the Star Wars sequel trilogy actually did well. Was it brought on some people that no one had ever heard of before?
0: Yeah, they'd only done a couple of projects before Star Wars, the and, rest of them.
1: Like, and, like, yeah, we had Carrie Fisher on screen. We had Mark Hamill. We had, you know, we Harrison had, Ford. yeah, we had everyone there, but there was also all these new faces that people had never heard of, and they were thrust into stardom. Everyone now knows who these, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, no one is ever going to fucking forget Daisy Ridley ever again. And before Star Wars, almost no one had heard of Daisy Ridley. Right. (laughs) Uh, John Boyega and, uh, what, oh
0: my god, I can't remember the last guy's name. Uh, The guy uh, that played Poe?
1: Yeah. I can never remember his name either. We're sorry, guy. Oscar?
0: Is it Oscar?
1: I don't know. Uh, Because I can't remember. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Maybe I should look it up. Anyway.
1: (laughs) But the, sorry, regardless, yeah, yeah. like that—that's the point. Is like that's how you bring these new stars in. Like, put them in a good role. Give them someone super famous to be there with them. You yeah. know, to help bring the the people in for the movie. And then people give are gonna me be Brad like, "Pitt's A Team." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, give yeah. me a fucking I don't know. Uh, 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 oh, I was gonna say Bernie Mac, but he's dead. Honey. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've gotten sad about Bernie Mac again. <laughs> damn. Uh, uh, but, you know, just like some other... Give me a mm-hmm. uh, fucking... Oh, I can't... God damn it, I can't remember. Give me name.
1: a Seth Rogen buddy comedy. Well, Have him bring in some new faces. Have him
0: be the chief. Yeah. Have him be the chief of the squad. and, and You know, like, in charge of the new buddy cop duo.
1: Mm-hmm. Like... Him and uh, that other Canadian kid that he... Does movies with who was also in Tropic Thunder? Who I can also never remember his name.
0: Michael Sarah?
1: No, not Michael He wasn't Sarah. in Tropic Thunder. No, yeah, he was not in Tropic Thunder. He was in This Is the End, though, I don't... which this kid was also in. I haven't seen that. Um,
0: uh, uh <laughs> There's so many U's. I'm gonna have to cut some. <laughs>
1: nah, it's fine. Uh. <laughs> J. Baruchel. I can never remember how to. I can never figure out how to pronounce his name. Brashell? I don't know. Um.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh. Give me like Andy Samberg's uh fucking uh. What were the Charlie's Angels?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking give me that shit. Give me all. Give me. Give me old tropes. Serve it up fresh. Give me something. Just. Just pile it on. Like it. Do, it. I don't feel like what is happening should be that hard to fix. It's just that people don't want to fix it together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the number one thing that could be done to set cinema in a way like maybe not. Back to the way it was, because that seems like the wrong way to go. But no, in, but... In, in a in a way that we can, like, look forward to a lot of interesting, diverse movies at the theater. In again. a way
1: that it will thrive.
0: Yeah. The way that makes people want to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. The, like, with their friends to laugh at a thing. Yeah. Or, like, like to go be scared <laughs> on a large scale again. Mm-hmm. Like... Or to, horror
1: movies never get enough credit. God damn it! No, they don't. I mean, I talk about them all the time. I do too. I and, love and, horror as a genre. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, and like, if not my favorite,
0: getting getting people to really like, uh, like, just putting that on the big screen in a way that people really can enjoy and appreciate is is rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's just, there's so many, like, just, like, a real hard-boiled detective movie. Yeah. The last time you saw something like that. The last thing I could think of that was close was Rest in Peace Department. And that was, it was fine. It was a fine comedy. It was a Netflix movie. It was, there was, there were some good bits.
1: Yeah, I'm trying More to shot. think. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But, yeah, there's just, I'm, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, probably like, um, True Lies or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. some Something from the 90s or early 2000s. Uh,
1: what do you consider Sin City? Uh, I guess... There's some hard-boiled detective work going on in Sin City. Yeah, um... Bruce Willis definitely does some hard-boiled detective work.
0: A graphic noir, I guess I would say. Yeah, a
1: graphic noir kind of fits it better, huh? Yeah. mm it was based on like a graphic uh, novel, yeah, so like
0: that's, that's where I took that from, yeah. and it also looks like that. So yeah, like, it it is a comic book movie, but it is so much different than
1: all the other. Oh, comic it's book it's movies. very it's stylized and it's very it's unique. It is give its me, own.
0: Give me that. I want more of
1: that. Yeah.
0: That's honestly one of my. We favorites. want a
1: little bit more art house, and we also. I did. It's interesting. I did not notice the lack of actual comedies until you pointed it out to me. It's something and I've noticed a lot, especially lately.
0: They're just not. They're not even like getting like pressed on Netflix or anything. Like there's just not comedies. The only comedies are like I saw a Nutty Professor get pressed. The other day, <laughs> I, you know, push forward on like the ads. I'm like, yeah, great. I I mean, I like Eddie Murphy. Yeah that's eddie murphy yeah yeah that's yeah yeah, that's eddie murphy i love eddie murphy eddie murphy the only thing eddie murphy ever did and this was in the late 90s is he got caught with that transgender hooker Mm -hmm. that was that was the only like negative he's such a good dude as far as anybody can tell as far as we can tell from the outside yeah never know what's going on with somebody but like he seems like a really good dude and that's rad
1: some of his movies aren't the best I didn't like Norbit very much. No, that was a bad film. <laughs> I was not a fan of Norbit. That was a that was a poor film.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> poor form. Dr. Doolittle? Not bad. Dr. Doolittle, I wasn't a biggest fan as a kid. I've never been a big Dr. Doolittle person, though. Oh,
0: I, I loved it as a kid. I even liked the second one. I even But even as a kid, I could tell it wasn't as good as the first one.
1: Did you watch the Robert Downey Jr. one? No. Oh, it's bad. Did anybody? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces i think um uh, my son watched it with his cousins at uh. one point or something but I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it um it's bad ah. it's very bad um the that movie ends um it follows the more original story of right. of the of dr Doolittle. um so it's like set in like England in like the 18th or 17th century or something like that um and he's the the movie ends with him going and finding a dragon like an actual dragon um that's having uh some sort of bowel problems and so he shoves his arm up its ass and drags out like what? Yeah, like yeah, like shoves his arm up its ass and starts pulling and trying to help clear the obstruction. And the dragon farts and it, you see they like blows out like a bunch of armor and bones and all sorts of crazy shit. And it, it, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, it, it yeah. <laughs> Um, Sounds like it needs to go on the bad movies list. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> that's the point. I don't want to watch that at all. <laughs> they don't actually show him putting his arm up his ass. That's I mean, really not the point. <laughs> like,
0: that's so far from the point, it might as well be a dragon's asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. It's real bad, dude. That's
0: wretched. Um, okay.
1: Well, <laughs> i think i broke keenan i just need to you just need to
0: process that for a minute yeah i needed some recovery um uh, any <laughs> anyway um martin scorsese's been saying for a couple of years now that marvel is not cinema and while i disagree with that as a whole i i do see why it is harmful to cinema as a whole um
1: 5.6 IMDB, 15% rotten tomatoes. Uh, childlike,
0: I saw. Was on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got a 76% audience score. That's ridiculous. Who Fi- rated that? Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> 15% tomato meter. 76% audience score. Was it was it just people who liked Iron Man? Apparently.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Like, uh let's let's find out. Cuz he did Sherlock and that was fine. That was that was pretty good. Both of those movies were pretty good. Like mm-hmm. he's not he's not a bad actor outside of Iron Man. It's just that sounds like a bad story. Well,
1: I've I've only found two critic reviews that none of the audience reviews that are just on their little thing right here are nice to it at all i I found two critic reviews that are not that are actually tomato. they're fresh. I found oh, two, okay. One of them is uh by Jane Freeberry. She says it's not hilarious, but it's cheerful, good to look at, and it surely has at least managed a pass. She gave it a three out of five. <laughs> um The other one by Eddie Harrison says neither a triumph, not a disaster. This is a sturdy, if uninspired family film. <laughs>
0: That's the worst review I've ever heard of anything. This is fine. <laughs> if I ever make something and you tell me this is fine, I'm going to be upset. I, I want you to be horribly dismayed or, like, at least vaguely entertained.
1: Um. So I'm just going to, now I'm going to read the top two on, on the, the, bad, the bad ones because <laughs> okay. they're just funny. Okay, okay. Um, number two here. From Clarice Lowry, she says do little ought to have done less. Ah. And then the the top one here from Succinct. from Tara Brady um says this nothingness doesn't even have the good grace to be a bad movie. The low point of every single career involved. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so impressive to... <laughs>
0: That's such an impressive claim.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, That about sums up that movie, I think. But uh, we should still watch it, probably. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we should stop making movies like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Because I assume uh, the budget on that movie is ridiculous. It's all CG. Yeah, it has to be ridiculous. Um, But, like, the the other thing is... oh, oh, what? (laughs) <laughs> I am really caught up in that dragon thing. <laughs> it really
1: is bugging me. Um, uh, it made money. It says it was made for somewhere between 175 and $192.4 million. Uh-huh. <gasps> Pretty big gap, I guess, if you're just throwing out. Guesstimates, but yeah. whatever. But it made two hundred and fifty one point five in the box office. All right, probably yeah. off the back of Robert Downey Jr. being its lead actor. Yeah, on uh, all honesty.
0: Yeah, uh, legitimately. am Doctor Doolittle's got a good name. Yeah, it's a kid had a good name. Everyone
1: knew it was going to be a family friendly kids movie. So with uh, Iron Man in it, Mm-hmm. so yeah. all those were like full families going out. So it was always a, a big payout movie, probably like yeah. for opening weekend because all those. You know, like I said, big families are going to go watch it. Right. It's not a movie where, oh, only the parents can go or whatever. Right. Uh, No, oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, so, uh,
0: but Scorsese's not, like, right about Marvel not being cinema, but he's also not entirely wrong about his reasoning. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I think the key thing that we need for... For cinema to get back to a healthy state, in in my opinion, is for Marvel to slow the fuck down.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, Marvel and DC and, like, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. In, anybody doing anything like that, Fast and Furious is doing fine. They're doing it years apart. It's a big, you know.
1: Pretty sure there's another new Hellboy reboot coming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: but the main thing is we... We only need like one, maybe two Marvel movies a year, and same goes for a DC movie. Like mm-hmm. we, like if that,
1: like make make them gap. Yeah, and the the miniseries is those are fine. Yeah, they're they're not super long. They're like five, six, seven episodes at the most. You know, and and those can keep the story rolling while you make good films. Yeah, really
0: good movies. And like the series, stop spending so much money on them. Yeah, there's no point. No, don't spend so much money on TV. Like going on a
1: streaming service,
0: make really basic sets. Make spend a lot of money on like a couple of big (sighs) sets that you're going to reuse throughout the series. And then make some pretty basic sets and use that big old, um, digital thing they used for the Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They already have that set up. Just use that. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sure it's not that easy. That's a big piece of technology. But, yeah. But, uh... Or,
1: even still, keep the same actors as voice actors. Make animated shows.
0: Uh, that's not really cheaper in a lot of cases, just to be clear. Um especially if they want to do it ethically in any way
1: yeah just
0: yeah Uh, so uh but live action tv shows are a great way to keep things rolling and you don't have to spend that much money on them not as much as you're spending now for sure and uh like once again those don't need to be five or six a year either Mm -hmm. we can have one or two yeah like they spread out over a couple of months because they're six or eight episodes usually yeah like that's fine Mm -hmm. like we don't need that much content give the fans breaks or breaths of air to speculate and wonder and hope and like it doesn't matter if people are mad and their fucking uh, their fan fiction didn't pan out just the way they thought it was going to Mm -hmm. that's your story tell it
1: right I remember when TV shows you got a season, and that every season, unless it was the actual last season, would end on some sort of cliffhanger. And you just waited. You waited like a half a year usually before the next season would come out, at least. At
0: least, yeah. And some shows like Pushing Daisies, who I found out actually died from the first writer strike in our lifetime, I think, which was the 2008-ish mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it died because of that. I found out with during this strike and uh it left the show on a literal cliffhanger that's never been resolved a, like they're literally hanging off the edge of a cliff
1: <laughs> like the the sopranos yeah just cuts to black at the end mid sentence no resolving anything like it's all come into a head and then cuts to black yeah no more sopranos is over
0: done done but like yeah the- Making people wait is a key part of doing things.
1: Like, I, like Lost wouldn't have got, been so beloved at, if, for its time if people had gotten it all in one big thing, I don't think. Right. It right. would have been just a thing, and then it would have. everyone would have consumed it and immediately forgotten about it. Exactly. Where and... every, But they had the time to sit and think, and it formed these groups of people who are all have their own conspiracy theories about what's gonna happen and they're arguing with each other and it created so much buzz about it that it became one of the biggest shows of all time. No, I've never seen an episode of it. Yeah. But (laughs) But I know about it. Yeah.
0: The the key thing every studio needs to do from this point on is edge your audience.
1: Edge them. Don't don't let them fucking come. Mm -hmm. They are not ready. That's TV audiences or TV or streaming. Uh, it's I, I think anybody
0: it, doing a series of anything? A
1: series, yeah. Because movies obviously different.
0: Yeah, you need to edge the whole movie though.
1: Yeah, like yeah. The, unless it's part of a trilogy, in which case, yeah, leave the cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah, Throw, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Any
0: series, any series of any kind. If you're doing a Marvel, if you're doing a, if you're doing a Lord of the Rings, if you're doing a whatever, you, you edge that. Mm-hmm. You do not. Let your audience come. You don't let your movie come. You don't let your actors come. Mm -hmm. This this is a really built-up set. (laughs) And I feel awkward saying all of this because I've got a baby on
1: Everyone's walking around grinding their fucking (laughs) jaws. Fucking fists are clenched. (laughs) This
0: is a weird, (laughs) weird set, actually. (laughs)
1: Uh, no, yeah. It's... Someone walks up and taps you on, the or taps someone else on the shoulder like, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Please don't fire me. I really just wasn't expecting that. He <laughs> yeah. caught me with a sneaky tap on the shoulder. Man, that felt good. <laughs> it's
0: okay. You're not fired. He is. He knew better. Uh, no, yeah, the, like. That's just the. That is the big thing. Is the, there's, there's just not any of the variety or diversity that we need from big budget movies and also movies generally. I was I said don't spend so much on TV shows for like a Marvel show because mm-hmm. they spend a lot. Apparently, um, uh, Secret Invasion, which bombed and was not good, um, was like 225 million dollars or something yeah it was really expensive so like yeah don't spend that much on tv shows ever but also don't spend that much on movies no stop spending this much on movies
1: look you look at what you did to cats
0: yeah (laughs) but like seriously just stop spending so much on movies it doesn't need to be so expensive like i have no idea what most of that budget goes into
1: uh a lot of it's de aging all but the crazy c g if stuff it is going them. all
0: into that why why on God's green earth are these animators being worked to the fucking bone?
1: well, also you gotta think about they don't that, sound like they're wealthy either when they the actors on are actually getting stuff. paid a lot of that budget well right and but they i mean the superstar actors at least are getting paid most of that budget
0: i I understand a lot of that, but like there's, there's just can't there can't be a value that is worth it for like that much, like misery that comes out of these studios. Like if you're spending that much, you should not be having this much problems. If you are having this much problems, stop spending so much. Maybe just back the whole thing up a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Because what's what's happening right now is a huge amount of. Uh, box office bombs and a lot of miserable people at studios. A lot of studios closing down because of these box office bombs because people are working them to fucking dust and then not making a profit because they work them to dust on a shoestring compared to what they need. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand how all of this can happen all together all at once. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Like... There are so many obvious solutions that are just being ignored for the sake of profit. David Zaslav can suck my
1: whole tit and ass. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. I, I, And I think a lot of it has to do with just... You need fresh blood, if you will. In, like you were saying earlier, you need more people. The people in charge are the same people that have been in charge for God knows how many years. Yeah. And they only know one thing. But the world is not what it was when they knew what that one thing was you know right. what I mean like pass that torch you have to pass that torch and we've talked about this change with, ad, adapt or die
0: yeah we've <laughs> talked about this with um, we've talked about this with stars before where um, the the question of AI whereas now it seems like we're going to get less of an issue with Oh, well, the actors strike isn't over yet yeah, so no. we don't really know but at least as far as writing is concerned they got most of their ai things yeah like covered but um like we talked about that with actors they we'll need see, to pass we, the torch instead of like doing a bruce willis deep fake or something yeah like the let stars die well, yeah they have to let let legends die legends have to die so new stars can rise so new legends can be born mhm it doesn't make any sense to Hold on to old legends as as they crumble into dust.
1: When the AI thing started, one of the stories I heard was that they wanted to do a an, a war movie, and they were going to uh, have uh, a basically a CG AI James Dean as the main character for this old o- oh, war yeah, movie they were this, gonna make. I
0: saw some story about this,
1: and I'm like, that's
0: fucked yeah
1: that is so fucked
0: up (laughs) you should not do things like that i saw um zelda williams robin williams daughter discussing how uh recreating a person's voice like a star's voice i think she heard her dad's voice recreated by ai and was like it's
1: personally it just is gross like i do not like this." yeah Like it's it's one thing if like you're a good impersonator and you can make the voice yourself. Yeah, that's like a tribute. That's an homage. Yeah, that's, that's
0: putting in the time and really loving a performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recreating it with a robot is wrong feeling. Yeah, makes me feel gross in my stomachs, very much. Both of them.
1: <laughs> I agree. It's bad. So I think yeah, all around I, I agree. With a lot of the things you said. I think we definitely need fresh blood in both the actors and the directors. Uh, I think we get more of it in actors. It, it's still not a lot, but you get more of it with actors than you do directors. See, the the um, issue with actors
0: is that everybody wants the big new star, and um, we, they've all picked somebody entirely different. hmm And they need to agree that Timothy Chalamet is going to be the movie star, and we're not going to let him do this travesty of Wonka. Oh no. Oh no, he's doing Wonka. He's fucking... he, sh- he should not be doing Wonka. No. You know, you know who I was gonna cast when I thought I when I thought about Wonka. I thought that that heartbreaking performance in Beautiful Boy by Timothy Chalamet, yeah. That that's what I need for my Wonka.
1: There's an actor that That's a
0: great movie, but holy shit. I just he's just not the right actor for this performance.
1: I just saw a thing recently, and I can't remember the actor's name, but there's an actor that was like, Why did they pick Timothy Chalamet to play young Wonka and not so and so or whatever? And this guy looks just like young Gene Wilder. <laughs> like, spitting fucking image of him. Michael Sarah could have done a better job. Oh, definitely. And Michael Sarah has, like, the least charisma.
0: Yeah. It, Wonka doesn't really have charisma, he's just got, like, this this insane, like, aura that that he draws you in because you want to know the answer to the question he's going to ask you. It's a weird kind... It's not charisma, but it is.
1: I'd be almost afraid that Michael Sarah would go Johnny Depp weird with it.
0: I don't think he would. I think he would understand the assignment. Straight up. Michael Sarah's a good actor.
1: He is. He's a very good actor. Uh,
0: But I I just feel I've liked
1: almost everything he's been in. Yeah. Uh,
0: I just feel like there's a lot of people fucking, I don't know, there's just so many people I feel like could have done a better job at that, and I don't, this is not bashing Timothy Chalamet. He, like I said, I I watched Beautiful Boy with my partner. That movie is amazing. It's about a 90s dad and son who, uh, the dad's a writer for I think the Rolling Stone. Okay. Um, but uh, The son is uh, an addict, and it's just the story of his addiction and their struggle, and it's super good. What an amazing movie! Steve Carell, Timothy Chalamet, fucking beautiful performances. Amazing movie. As a former addict, I really, really found some like some deep connection in a lot of that story. So it's a really great movie, and Timothy Chalamet's performances fucking astounding mm-hmm. but like I would not see that movie and go yeah I think he would be good at whimsy <laughs> I would see that movie and think he might be he might be good for like the, the straight man in a comedy like yeah like two series like more serious than you'd expect someone so small to be like he's just a small looking person uh uh, yeah. I Like, the, the, there are roles he could be in in a comedy, but it's not this one. Yeah. And Whimsy, it just, I mean, that's that's what Wonka's all about. Mm-hmm. And he is like a classically trained British actor, and you can feel that.
1: <laughs>
0: and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. It'd be like getting Benedict Cumberbatch to play Wonka. It'd be like, it's just not the right vibe.
1: Yeah. Everybody knows he's really good. It's just not what you want for that role. Yeah. Yeah. He could be one of the parents.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He would do great. Yeah. He would do great. Like Mike TV's dad. Yeah. That's, that's the first one. He's... Um,
1: Mike TV gets his mom to go with him. Oh, that's right. That's right. But he could be... uh Uh, Veruca Salt. Yeah, Veruca Salt's dad. Yeah. Yeah, just the rich guy that gives her anything he wants and then gets really indignant when she doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, He could do that well. Oh, that would be such a good role for him. (sighs) See, we found you a role, Benedict. It's fine. We can get you in the movie. (laughs) I
0: know you were dying for it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, everyone wants to be in a Wonka movie. Uh,
0: God damn it. I am so upset about that. (laughs) Anyway, stop doing remakes. Stop spending so much money on movies. Vote on new movie stars. Make those stars. Pass the torch to new directors with full support.
1: Um, Find some good ones. There's so many good directors out there that are just trying they're throwing their everything at it and if i could give anything to the listeners i would say check out some of those some indie directors so we'll go watch some film festival movies not all of them are going to be good in fact a lot of them probably are going to be bad but every now and again you will find such a fucking good diamond in the rough of a film and then you'll be like wow i like this actor or i like this director and you're going to start following them and sometimes those careers will be just You'll find the best movies in some of those. I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's
0: that's how I think directors can save cinema. Oh, and uh, also, big name directors should do a couple of comedies.
1: Oh yeah, like, definitely. We need some triple A comedies coming back around. Give me a
0: Martin Scorsese comedy. Give me a Wes Anderson like really like just just comedy. Like he does funny things in his movies, but give me just a comedy. Give me
1: fucking. Uh, Give me, give me. what's us let's. It's been long enough. Let's d- d- find like a, a new way to do the weekend at Bernie's trope yeah. and do that. Yeah, it's been long enough. We haven't had one of Keep those that in
0: a while. Toro.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> you would have so much fun. Yeah. A creature feature Weekend at Bernie's movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Yeah, it would be so much fun. It
0: would be a lot of, like, there's there's just a lot of fun ways that, uh, like. Sam really... Raimi could do a good one, too. Yeah. Sam, yeah, <laughs> Sam Raimi just a full-blown comedy. I mean, he, he'll he probably make it a little morbid, but just, like, make it, for the most part, family-friendly. And you got a great movie,
1: I'm sure. Yeah. Sam Raimi's a really funny guy. Mm-hmm. If you watch Army of Darkness and you don't laugh, then th- you don't have a funny bone. You're broken, and you're probably <laughs> not listening to this podcast, yeah, quite honestly. Right. <laughs> Those are people that we don't associate <laughs> with. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but, yeah, I I really think comedies and diversity, stars, and passing the torch yeah, are, are the keys to making the theater i like i guess that's what i mean when i say cinema is kind of dead is the theater going to the theater the cinema experience mainstream
1: triple a cinema yeah
0: is is kind of dead as far as that's concerned because kind of because of marvel and that kind of sucks i'm a big supporter i love all a lot of the marvel movies but especially those last couple years they've really gone downhill
1: And, well, none of us could have imagined, back when Avengers came out and we were all really excited, none of us could have imagined how, exactly how much it would take (laughs) over cinema. Like, because even then, it was big, but it wasn't what it is now. Yeah. Like, none of us saw it coming where cinema, for the next half a decade or more, a decade, is going to be superheroes. That's what you get. Like... That came out of fucking left field. I was, you know, we had some cool, oh, Iron Man, neat. Oh, Captain America. Oh, of course, they got all of them they're doing an Avengers. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's not stopping. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and DC then went and fucked themselves by just like, we got to catch up to Marvel. And there's been inside reports from inside DC um as of this year that have been like, yeah, they were literally like, we need our own Avengers, we need our Endgame, we need our, like, whatever, we need our Justice League movie that happen now. And it's just like, you guys don't understand
1: how any of this works and it's really weird because you're in charge. Right? Well, that's like they're dinosaurs, man. The people in charge are, they've been in charge for fucking decades.
0: Dinosaurs will die.
1: Mm-hmm. They need to. Yeah. Um... Well, not die, but just pass the torch. Well, some of
0: them are old enough to be dead, so they should have passed the torch some some time ago. Mm-hmm. Like Senate.
1: Yeah. Pass the torch while you can still teach the people you're passing it to. Please, yeah. for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> for real. We, we need Director's
0: Apprentice. Oh, that's a good movie title. Let's hear that. Let's see that movie. Make... Scorsese star in it and be real grumpy the whole time. Make it like uh,
1: so. Does make him be him? Well, yeah, but like,
0: <laughs> but like reluctant teacher grumpy instead of just old man grumpy. <laughs> you know the reluctant teacher. It's it's a common trope in like fighty movies. Yeah, yeah, I I do like like Luke in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just taking up a trope long past. Yeah. It won't train you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that I think that's uh, the discussion. I've I've said what I think will save cinema multiple times now. Yeah,
1: I think we had a good a good time about it. I think it was good. If you want to tell us your thoughts about uh, saving cinema, you can do so at trueneutralpod at gmail.com over at uh, X or Twitter, whatever the fuck it is, if it's still alive, you know. Uh, at True Neutral Pod, and I'm at Mr. Dev himself. True Neutral Studios on the YouTube, the Instagram, the Facebook, no the threads. The threads. I'm at Mr. Dab himself on the Instagram and the threads, and True Digital Podcast on Facebook. On Facebook. That's it. That's it. That's that. That's, that. That's, that. That's all, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.